you are a super fan. If you catch my drift from here to Japan. <laughs> nice. I was just checking it this morning. I wrote it last night and I was like, this is shit. <laughs> Why? It sounded good. To Japan. I like that. Okay. I find I'm always talking. I'm always eating on these. So maybe I can start while you're eating. Hello and welcome to Bleed Extra with me, Ryan White. I'm a freelance graphic designer and I'm joined by Jacques Moodley. He's an art director. And you can watch me eat if that's something you're into. And how are you doing, Jacques? You know, we've, we've had like a, a couple of emails flooding in and people have been saying like, I never ask you how you are. We don't have that nice chit chat in the beginning. We, we, I'm like, how are you this fine Friday morning? It's sunny and it's beautiful out there. You know? Really? Yeah. No, no. People I mean, emails flooding in like, <laughs> who emailed us and said that? When I'm, Nobody when I'm cares about me. Yeah. Hey? I care about how you're doing. How are you doing? Yeah. Okay, now that's now that that's out of the way. Um, they've also they've been, how are you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking how I'm doing, bro. I'm doing terribly. I just wanted to put that. Another no, way. Okay. So um, they've also been saying because last week we spoke about um, art versus sport. And, and people have been saying, um, and when I say people have been saying, no one's been saying this, but um, there, there are degrees between art and sports. So like, you, you know, so, so there, there are um, artistic expressions or however you want to say that, that are a little bit more accessible, you know, so like you can go watch, I don't know, Game of Darts at a pub, or you can, you can go and watch... Um, I don't know, like the Formula One Grand Prix in Monaco. So, you know, there are degrees of accessibility and, and whatever. And it's the same with, with art, where it's, um, you, can, you can go to a flea market and they'll, they'll sell art there. They'll have like a little art section, you know, pottery and crafts and things. And then you can, you can go and watch the ballet, you know. So that's also an expression of art that's very inaccessible. So understand that. But... I think what's what's um, just to sum up what we spoke about last week, um, you you can get say for instance like um, a sport like curling at at the Olympics. If you win a, a gold medal for curling at the Olympics, it's still more recognizable and and still greeted with a higher sense of regard than if you say, "Hey, I won a Grand Prix gold lorry," you know. I think that's the point I was trying to make. And that's just to sum up what we spoke about last week. Thoughts? Yeah, nobody's going to endorse you or give you an endorsement deal with Nike if um, you want to lure. They don't care. We're not so fucking negative. I always try. I always try to be like the positive one, but today's not the fucking day. Eh? Today's not the day for me to be the positive uh components of this podcast or whatever okay. i'm not gonna do it man yeah i agree okay. with you completely okay yeah look i mean i just wanted to sum it up because i understand there are degrees um but yeah if if anyone differs in opinion 
they want to chime in with anything, feel free to email us at bleedadvertising at gmail.com. I think, I think the yeah, I think the reason why we haven't been getting emails because no one uses email anymore. Everyone slides into Instagram DMs, TikTok DMs. We should just go through the DMs and see what people have been saying and then go and respond to those uh, directly. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think we'll do that next week. Okay, so if we're not going to chat about um, sport and, um, and art, we can close that topic. We can't chat about sport. Here's an example. So Cole, my son, whom you know, is playing a soccer game today. And like, everybody wants to go see it. But I remember being a kid at school and nobody came to watch like my art class. Nobody cares about like kids drawing for three hours at like a still life. Do you know what I mean? It's also entertainment, man. Yeah, I suppose it's fast action. Okay, we, we, we can close that up for now. Um, so today I wanted to talk about briefs. How do you feel about that? I'm over boxes, man, myself. <laughs> okay, so we, we're not talking about men's briefs that you wear under your your trousers or your, your pants. Um, you could wear briefs under your trousers, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm talking about job bags, briefs, the, the, the beginning of... Um, of a, basically a campaign or a job or, you know, that kind of thing. I know we've done Journey of a Job Bag. Um, shout out to that episode if you want to go and watch it or listen to it. Um, but what I want to do, discuss about briefs is um, I had this experience recently where, um, without sounding too Forrest Gump, but a brief is like a, a bad 90s movie, can be sometimes. And, and when I say that, it's kind of like when you get a brief, when you've, when you've sat in a briefing, you've chatted to like an account manager or a strat planner, and you kind of, you can get a sense where this movie is going and you know how it's going to play out. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, uh, for instance, a bad 90s horror movie, you know, this guy's going to die. Um, you know, this, they're going to split up at this point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's going to get captured and tortured for like five hours. And then right at the end, he's going to die. And then that's when they find the serial killer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you get a job bag on your desk, you know there's going to be tears. <laughs> They're going to split up at this point. Client's going to come back. Yeah. I mean, like all the, like, you know, they're like snowflakes. No brief is identical. Yeah. But there are some similarities, and you know, when you get, um, I think it also depends. When, like, I think working in social media, when I was like doing predominantly social media, those briefs were honestly so yeah identical. It was always like May and June are coming up. Yeah, like the special days in May. Yeah, the special days in June. Let's do something for Father's Day. Let's do something for Mother's Day. Blah, 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 and that would be for one brand. Then you get the exact same brief for another brand. Hey, May and June is coming up. Let's figure out our content calendar. We need to do something for Mother's Day. We need to do something for Father's Day. Can we talk about the product intrinsics? Can we do this? Blah, 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 blah. So, like, it's at some point, those briefs become so identical. I think with above the line, to a certain degree, they're the same. It's just the strat changes a little bit. Mm. And it's either, like, you want to talk to people who are, self-motivated and inspired and they want the best of themselves 
We want to be, talk to people who are self-actualizing or whatever. Actualizing. <laughs> love we want to talk to people who are driven and they want the best for themselves. And, you know, they, they, you know, young and entrepreneurial spirit. Or we want to talk to people who are like, you know, motivated, strong world, want the best for themselves. <laughs> it's kind of, there's differences. Yeah. 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 So, so I think, I think what I'm, what I'm driving at is, I think it's it's usually the briefs that come in for um, big campaign campaign work. So it's either yeah. like launch of a new um, campaign or a new quarter, new quarterly work. Um, you you can just kind of pick out these characters. So whether it's a stressed out account manager, and and I think I think what I'm getting at is, so with this um, job that I, I worked on recently. I could see where it was going and it actually made me feel a lot more calm because I knew how this movie was going to play out. And I made sure that every single uh, like pressure point was covered before it got there. And the movie played out exactly the way I had kind of projected. I think that comes with experience. Yeah. And the whole time, like people were panicking and, and, and like caught up in the drama of this thing. But I was like, guys, we've all seen this movie. We know how it ends. And, and when it came to the deadline, it landed up being a sequel because the client canceled the, the presentation due to family emergency. So I'm like, why are we getting caught up in this movie and this drama when mm. we know how it ends and, and the client can just say, hey, you know, cliffhanger sequel. And then it's like, why are we stressed out? It's just a bad Next season on Devious Maids. Hey? Just say next season on Devious Maids. Yes. Will Coletta find the letter she mailed to Raul? Exactly. Or not? Like... <laughs> no, dude, I mean, everything's fictional, right? Deadlines are fictional. We've had this discussion. Deadlines are fictional. We all jump and pander to like clients, and then clients are just like, they can just like, yeah, the ball's always in their court, and we're just trying to like, I don't know where this metaphor could go. Dribble. We're just dribbling, bro. We're dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. We shoot, we miss, we shoot, we miss, we shoot for the basket, we miss. The hoop the changes, ball. bro. Huh? They, they shift the hoop around the court. Yeah, it's like a traveling hoop and the court, they, it's a moving court. The ball's in their court, but the court yeah. moves. You just have to like find, follow. The ball. I don't know, I'm not good at sport, obviously. That's why I'm in advertising. Well, you, you see, so, so that's the exact point I'm trying to make is that you know, while, while the ball is in your courts, just dribble with it as best as you can. Take a few shots, you know, and, and, and just get to the, the end of the half or the quarter, whatever, whatever analogy we're using here. And then there's going to be another game. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's no point in overextending your Achilles tendons or, or your hamstrings or whatever. Just dribble, play nice, cover your bases and make it to the next game yeah or if you like tear ligaments or whatever they'll, they'll put you on you know they'll put you on the bench and they'll just get another player <laughs> just... they don't give a fuck bro they'll just be like <laughs> uh, they'll bench you what yeah. thing right tell me if I'm doing this right isn't that well, a well, super sub yeah yeah that's a substitute but the thing is, if, if you're using that sports analogy, if you bench a player, you still get paid. Oh. 
Oh, that one hurts. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's funny. We're talking about briefs now, but we now we're bringing out the sporting analogies for two guys who aren't big on sports. You believe you like you know soccer and stuff. I'm trying to get better at it. You know, you know the thing is, I don't. It's not that I don't give a fuck, right? This is, has nothing to do with anything we're saying. But so I grew up in a house with my granddad. My granddad was very into soccer and stuff. So I only gave a fuck about soccer because he was there. And once I moved out of that house and I wasn't around that person who cared about it, I stopped caring about it. And also, you know, I don't have DSTV or any of those things. Shout out to DSTV. So then I just stopped like, because then you have to like go find a way to go watch the sport. And you have to be like really enthused about it and know who's on the league and who's at the top of things. And I think like even with like advertising, man, like you have to kind of like stake. it's like a sport and you have to stay current and you have to like, Okay, which agencies won all the, the, the awards now? What are they, what type of work are they doing? At some point, man. That's actually such a such a great point. And it actually ties in. And I know we 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 closed the the topic of sport versus art, but again, that's accessibility. So you're saying your interests were, were lying elsewhere where you know your uncle wanted to go with you say your uncle? Granted. Your granddad, your granddad wanted to go and, and watch soccer and travel like literally to the stadiums and the fields, right? No, yeah. I mean, just on TV. Oh, just like on even, TV. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even that's more accessible. You, you can go to a stadium, you can watch. But I feel like, especially in Joburg, South Africa, maybe it's different in New York and, and London and the bigger cities. But if you open something like a comic book store, that's, that's kind of very niche, They've got very specific kind of graphic novels and stuff. The shelf life of that particular shop, not long, you know, like it needs a lot of support. It needs, and yeah, like, I mean, I don't know if you remember any of those kind of niche places that used to exist maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, we had small Vogue comics in Alberton. Yeah. I love it. So, but I never bought anything because the things were so expensive. Like, a statue of Batman was like, you know, 500 rand up. And as like a student slash junior in advertising, I couldn't afford that shit. Yeah. And, and then eventually I could get enough money to like buy that stuff. I had other things to worry about, like, you yeah. know, my well, child. Yeah. But the thing is, they, they're so expensive. It's because those guys need to survive as well. They need to sell like maybe three of those statues just to make it through the month. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like um, I mentioned, like New York, London wherever else you you can literally open up a shop you can sell some coffee and, and you can make it through even if people don't buy those statues because because they're getting foot traffic they're selling a few coffees or maybe they've oh. got like a, a, a room where you can hire out a board game and play board games and that's enough to kind of cover their bills i think i'm just assuming yeah. but i feel like if we open one of those places here in johannesburg I feel like it's, you know, you need to buy something or leave. And it doesn't feel like a place where you can just chill, take out your magic cards or whatever you're doing, or like swap comic books, you know. I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to take South Africa or, you know, into context. Like the people that here are like surviving predominantly, like the majority. Whereas I think if you look at places like, you know, New York or Europe or wherever you're talking about, these people have lots of expendable income. Like nobody's like, you know, the, the, People have jobs there. Like mm. South Africa. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, remember internet cafes. I used to love an internet cafe. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. never drank coffee, but you sit there and you play Doom or whatever the fuck it was. When you were yeah. like 
high school students because you had the time and you know it was cheap but yeah do you think cafes still exist i think they do they do and you they probably have like a copy machine and and that kind of thing um but um so i think do you think the key outtake is the like the the less kind of um like thriving a country is art will suffer more or yeah I know, I, know, I know sports and art will suffer but i think i think more so art you know because we yeah, still yeah. like we, we won the rugby world cup recently you know what i mean yeah i mean like look i mean i think you and i both consider ourselves like creators and we like art and stuff but like when it comes down to it and we're like you know times are tough like we buy groceries and we buy you know maybe clothes if we need to but i don't know when last i mean i bought like an artwork like literally an art let's fucking move so i bought that um from like an artist friend ian franks um you know because i wanted to do something nice and like make the place look better but also to support like an artist like a, a guy that like you know i'm friends with mm-hmm. and stuff uh but yeah, I'm not buying art every other month. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like I'll buy I'll buy a jersey because yeah. I need to be warm, and I'll buy food. But like, yeah, I mean, art will be the last thing I'd spend money on. And like like art, you know, I want to be surrounded by beautiful things. But beautiful things are expensive. Yeah, and I think I think um, I mean to that point, I think the shelf life of culture hubs in in Johannesburg in particular are very short lived. Like, like we can say, okay, Parkhurst is kind of like an arty suburb. Um, Greenside moved, you know, like Greenside was was thriving for a while. Melville is still good, but they go in like waves. Sometimes it's Newtown, sometimes it's Yeovil, all these different places, but it kind of moves and it's got like shelf lives where, where I think in like overseas, like Camden Town is Camden Town, you know, in London. It's just mm. this little hub of like, you know, expressive kind of w- whatever you want to call it. Like, but in New York, it'll be like Williamsburg or Brooklyn, you know, yeah. and, and it's like that for years and years with, I just don't think it's as sustainable in Joburg because it kind of like, maybe it's, maybe it's got to do with the socioeconomic factors, you know, like crime or, or whatever, but it, you find it moves because I remember like Yeovil back in the day was like a flourishing kind of, you know, culture hub. Yeah. And then they, they, they're trying to like gentrify Mabaneng. I know we always speak about Mabaneng, but then it feels like it's very forced, you know, and then there's a, there's an Uber van shipping guys from, from four ways to, <laughs> to, to Mabaneng. And like, what's the point? You're supposed to um, kind of uplift that neighborhood. And then there's yeah. a, like the authenticity kind of goes out the window. It feels like more novelty than authentic. No, I hear you, man. I think, uh, yeah, I think the socioeconomic factors are, I think, like, I mean, even like Mabaneng, like I remember when Mabaneng was on the, you know, coming up and everyone's taking that photo on that road with the letters above them. And um, I went for battles there because I was still into like, you know, rap battles and stuff at the time. But I remember that, like, there was like one stretch of Mabaneng. You can go down and this, this road is safe, this road is safe, this road is safe. But as soon as you go beyond that, like just underneath the highway, bro, you're gambling. And uh, <laughs> as much as like, yeah, I also like the idea that like, you know, these like really, these, these areas were getting gentrified and it was like art. Oh, I think Faith 47 did like a mural on one of the walls and it was like, you know, people want to take photos with like cool murals because 
it like it's good for the Instagram. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's, it's, it does have these peaks and troughs and, and it is like almost like fashion. Like there's like Mabaneng's hot for like two months, three months, and then people move on to the next thing. But that's, that's art and that's fashion and that's advertising. Everything's like hot for a little bit and then, you know, people move on. People keep doing these long drawn out radio ads where people like really get into minutia of like the thing and then that style fades. People move on to the next thing and people do more musical things. You know what I mean? Like art and fashion and things are, are fleeting. Fleeting. Yeah. And I, I think even more fleeting when you don't have a, a stable um, culture hub or a, a point where you can be like, we can just keep things going there, you know? I mean, where's the place that's kind of like maybe your pocket, the podcast is only survived by like the Fourth Avenue restaurants. Do you know what I mean? Like that's Jolly Roger. Uh, Culture hub, yeah, but I won't say it's a culture hub. But I mean, like Rosebank, also. I mean, do first Thursday still happen? I don't even know anymore. I'm so out of the loop. Yeah, yeah. You see, every everything seems like an initiative as opposed to someone did like um, an installation or a graffiti wall, and then that grew into these guys opened up a coffee shop. You know, it doesn't feel like this organism that just grows like kind of naturally. It's kind of like hey, we can make money here. Let's do First Thursdays. There's a gallery here. And it feels like it's more um, kind of created artificially as opposed to, I don't know, mm. like it'll be interesting to research how, you know, like Camden Town, you know, started, you know, flourishing there, you know. Um, yeah. But that's how, that's how I imagine it, you know, that it's just this, like cool organism where there was a few cool people and then it just started building from there, you know? Yeah. But I mean, things need to grow, you know, with money, money makes things grow. And like, if people don't keep investing in those things, if they, yeah, man, people yeah, put their money elsewhere. And like, you know, when times are tough, like, yeah, again, yeah. the art suffer and people stay at home. I went to the movies the other day. Like I love the movies and stuff. But there were like six people in a theater and obviously because of, you know, the things that they are. But I think a lot of movie theaters are going to be closing going forward and like yeah. theaters, theaters. I can't see how they could sustain a theater. Like, I mean, the massive, massive, massive cost and overheads for those things. So yeah. the arts will suffer, man. That's the unfortunate thing. And people, yeah, when it comes down to it, bro, like people need to survive. And they don't, you don't need art to survive. Yeah. Has to look at, but you can yeah. do without it. Sure, I kind of disagree there, bro. Yeah. We need art to survive, you know. I think. Mm. Well, think 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 about like think about what art is actually, you know. So like once you've done your work, once you've made your money, you know, where do people go to? They go to movies, they go to music, to you know find that that outlet they read mm. you know um even if you're playing a gem game that you've downloaded off the app store you know this that's still there's artwork that's in there there's creative minds that created candy crush or whatever the hell that is you know so oh, maybe maybe but yeah i mean look at a um i mean even if you go to cape town which if you look at Cape Town, it's kind of this 
you know, people from around the world, they know what Cape Town is, they know what Table Mountain is. And there's lots of like little hotspots and hubs there, you know. So I think it's a, I think there's a, a combination of like, who we're going to invest and make this this area a lot cooler, a lot more arty. And, and there's a balance between, but it was already going that way in the beginning, you know. I feel like Joburg, it's maybe a little bit more um, artificial um, or, or not artificial, but forced. And I think Cape Town kind of has that natural way about things just because of, you know, virtue of the fact that of, of, of the location, it's just so beautiful. They've got lots of nice natural features. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's sad. I think it's, but the people there, the people there, let's be honest, like Cape Town is like a different country. Cape Town is, it's got more like European influence and like a lot of people there can afford to like travel and be patrons of the arts and stuff. And Joburg, like if people make money in Joburg and like I've had this, I mean, I have like this conversation with my friends and they'd rather go sit at the news cafe and like, like no disrespect to news cafes, but do you know what I mean? Like no, guys would drop news cafe. <laughs> guys, well, you see that guy who drove into a news cafe, like literally drove into it. Um, but they want to, they want to, some people would rather show off and like buy bottles. And this is a whole culture thing that we're getting into. But um, yeah, I don't give a fuck about, you know, being, going to like these galleries or art shows, or whatever. Unless they're like, you know, rather just go drink with their friends and like pop bottles and, and have a good time and be seen to be mm-hmm. successful. Nobody can see you. Nobody knows when you're in a movie theater or you're in the opera and like, yeah. They should take photos of your tickets and post them on Instagram. Right? People want to be out there. People want to like spend their money and enjoy themselves. And I don't know, man. I usually don't think that's art related. I think it's just like, mm. you know, unless you think like people in the working in the nightclubs are like artists or whatever. But you know, those those cosmo. What do you call those people that make drinks? Uh, mixologists. Mixologists. Yeah, maybe those guys are like artists. But yeah, man. I don't know. Speaking of, of popping bottles, are we going to be popping some bottles tonight to celebrate your birthday, which is like a month overdue, two months overdue? Yeah, dude, we haven't celebrated yet. Three months. Where, where, where were you in February, bro? Yeah, exactly. Oh, bro. If we were in the midst of a, of, a, of a global thing that, you know, caused people to, you know, become ill and stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, we, I mean... I don't know about popping bottles, bro. It's uh, it's the fourteenth of the month, and I work in advertising, so we can pop a we can pop a dumpy if you want. All right, cool. I'll try to later then. All right, man. Should we, let me just hit pause here.